Welcome to episode 329 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis. I'm coming to you from, well, me and the cicadas are coming to you from Wurundjeri country. <laughs> and this bunch and I are coming to you from Dharawal country. Oh, and my name, I'm Ollie Spoke. <laughs> Hello, who are you? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I threw you, didn't I, because I went off script. Yeah, it's that's right, that's right. And you stole my insects as well. <laughs> never mind. Battle of the cicadas in the well, background Well, I'll tell you what here. I'm not going to steal, and that's your okay. Eurovision recap because, like, I know things are happening with Eurovision. I'm seeing I'm seeing comms going backwards and forwards between you and um, – some of our adventurer friends about uh, Eurovision playlists. Well, yes, yes. And I have only just been playing catch up, to be perfectly honest. Um, so I greatly appreciate some of the playlist tips uh, from our adventurer community. They don't disappoint. There's always someone with uh, the knowledge you need in our community, which is. Yeah, a huge help. Much appreciated. And, yeah, we were doing a bit of previewing at the weekend in Puzzles, the garage bar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, during lockdown, uh, when, when lock, you remember that? Lockdown yeah, yeah, first yeah, hit. Yeah. yeah. We bought a pool table within the first week and I had some uh, leftover materials. I had a pallet and, and a few other things as in one of those crate things. Uh, so I built a bar, bought a fridge, bought a pool table and a dartboard and uh, it was the habit, particularly around Eurovision timing, that we'd all you know, we've got some big rugs just like a pub. Uh, we'd all gather around the pool table with a few chairs, listen to Eurovision music and, and hang out there. So that, that got us through uh, lockdown and it's it's still a go-to for enjoying Eurovision tunes. So we started our previewing back in puzzles to honour the tradition. And the bar's called Puzzles. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> missing the details, like names, explanations for names. Yes, we called the bar, which is the garage, which now actually has a car in it as well, but um, fortunately it's a two-car garage and we can pull the car out so it has a bit of space. We called the, the bar Puzzles. Right, Excellent. So all your things can go straight to the pool room. Exactly. Literally. Quite literally. Well, that's brilliant. Hey, I'm thinking this Eurovision um, playlist mm. thing, that'd make a good mixtape for long car drives, wouldn't it? It would. It absolutely would. Only you can't make them anymore and you have to figure out how to get them onto devices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to set up the playlists and stream them and, oh. and whatnot. Yeah, which I'm not, I'm managing okay with. Yes. But maybe somebody's already done that on Spotify and all I have to do is search for it. Quite possibly so. Eurovision 2023 or something. That's right. Gosh. Uh, that sounds like a request, Mel. You uh, <laughs> ask and you shall receive. Mm. Hey, Rachel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, well, there's a bit of a segue, Mel. Coming up in our podcast uh, this week in episode 329, as you mentioned, well, Rachel, spoiler alert, we don't have any roving reports this week. Uh, we don't have any interviews. We have Rachel and us. <laughs> so uh, if you thought last week was brief, this week, Maybe even slightly more so, but that's okay. That's okay. There's a lot of fun just around the corner and we're, we're just preparing for that. 
You shouldn't say it too soon because we could just waffle on a lot. It is it is a waffle themed pod. That's right. Oh, waffles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look at me. Go me with all the segues. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, let's let's discuss Parkrun Day we've just had. Yes, one of our favourite topics, the Parkrun Day just gone. Uh, it wasn't all too dissimilar from previous Parkrun Days for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I woke up and it was raining, Mel, and that was quite the disincentive. Um, we at Chill Harbour have traditionally had uh, an incredible individual who has set up our course with cones out on course and put out the flags uh, for most of our events. But he unfortunately did, he fractured his foot uh, about a month ago. So we've had to share those tasks and it was my turn to set up the course. So the notion of, uh, well, sorry, the idea that I had to go and get the course gear and and get out there and set it up in the rain was... um, yeah, it was a little sobering and uh, particularly with our grassy hills being rather slippery when wet, it was also a little concerning. So we had a little bit of a pre-park run huddle and the run director of the day, our Boston-bound Ralph, made a safe call. We went ahead, but I took the opportunity to be a uh, an extra marshal at the top of said hill. So I volunteered. Slip and slide, slip, slip and, and slide, slide. marshal. <laughs> There we are. Uh, <laughs> part of the hill is gravel as well. Yeah. Oh. Uh, spoiler alert. But yes, we have actually had slips there too. So, um, uh, look, it could be fun if it was particularly some of the grass being quite long in parts. Um, that, that could be fun. I acknowledge that. But, but stack club sometimes hurts. Stack club, uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yes, um, had the opportunity to marshal, got to say hello and have a brief chat with a few fellow adventurers and enjoy the morning as the sun tried to find its way through, but at least the rain stopped. And uh, greeting people as they come back up a hill, that's always good fun. They've got that sense of achievement or defeat. Very good. That's it. Very good. That's it. Yep. Mm. I, I note it is the weather has changed. I'm I'm in my slippers first time yes. this, this year. I'm in the slippers. I don't know if I should admit they're moccasins, but anyway, <laughs> I just did. Well, <laughs> off air, I heard you quote the uh, the winter uniform of well Southern Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I said no such thing. You lie, <laughs> cheeky. Okay. But um, but yes, this week I didn't take a long car drive. I took a short car drive up the Hume to Puckapunyal and I returned to, hmm, I looked up the Aboriginal land. I didn't look up the uh, pronunciation. So I'm going to go with Torngrung land, mm. Torngrung, something like that. Anyway, for event 66 of Puckapunyal Park Run. And I was one of 16 finishers out there uh, under the um, watchful eye of EDs, Anika and Michael. Mm. It was my fifth visit and it filled in a missing Windex. And uh, so I don't usually take a lot of notice of my, my Windex numbers, but I was desperately looking for a silver lining mm. <laughs> <laughs> to my <laughs> to my weekend so I was pleased to know that uh, event 66 would be a new number for me 
And afterwards, I took the opportunity to visit a local friend on her farm and enjoyed homemade crumpets, conversation and camels. Oh, so it's not every week you get that. That's right. That's a that's a, a wonderfully fun alliterative combination there. No waffles, I notice, but um, no, but crumpets—they're pretty close. They've got holes in them. Yes, yes. I almost, mm. I almost bought. I think it's the waffles. Maybe it was pancakes. Yeah, almost after park oh, run okay. on Saturday morning. But yeah, yeah. But no, my girlfriend's farm. She's she's got a herd of camels. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's lovely. No conversations with camels, though. Ah, uh, no. The conversations were more with the goats. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Mm. But no screaming matches, I hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's got a couple of very cheeky goats. Yeah. That um, think they're dogs and <laughs> <laughs> live on the deck and follow her around the farm. Goats have great personalities. Chester and Mishap. <laughs> <laughs> Megan has, so... Oh, that's anyway, lovely. I digress. Yeah, that sounds like a nice park run day and a little more civilised on the travel front, Mel. It was, yeah. yeah. And, and it's never a bad thing, is it, just to have a have a crazy week? Yeah, it's um, it's it's been a busy time, so I think you've, you've well and truly earned a crazy week. Somebody who hasn't mm. had a crazy week, Ollie. Yes, is our very own Channel 5 News crew, Lyndall the Legendary. Uh, so, Lyndall is, well, going to Paris, as has been announced uh, just this last week or about a week ago. By the time our pod comes out, uh, Lyndall uh, will be joining Paris, the Paris Olympics, as a triathlon official. And um, the announcement read that, uh, yeah, Australia's Lyndall Murray and Michael Thompson have been selected by World Triathlon as international technical officials for the upcoming 2024 Paris Olympic and Paralympic Games. So Lyndall is among the 28 technical officials who will officiate at the Olympic Games, while Michael is among the 27 who will officiate at the Paralympic Games. And the technical officials were selected in accordance with World Triathlon's technical officials' appointment rules. Um, so that's a multi-phase process, involves the creation of eligible lists. Uh, I'm now paraphrasing, but um, <laughs> it, it's quite an extensive process, as I understand. And um, oh, it's one that Lyndall has obviously been well recognised in, in these circles previously. I mean, she was over in Tokyo for the Paralympics uh, previously, but... Uh, this is quite exciting as the Paris, and I read again, the Paris 2024 Olympic Games will host three medal events for triathlon, and that includes the individual men and women and the mixed relay included in the program after the successful debut of the thrilling format in Tokyo. And the Paris 2024 Paralympic Games will welcome the biggest ever para triathlon field with 120 athletes competing in 11 medal events and some of those were really quite thrilling so uh that's going to come around very soon linda we are over the moon with excitement for you well done absolutely what an achievement she just needs uh, that Paris Park run now. Yeah. And for anyone that hasn't been listening to this podcast for a while and, and you want a few insights, there's a fantastic uh, account from Lyndall from her experiences in Tokyo. I'm going to have to look up what the episode number is, though. Quick, Ollie, quick, do that. <laughs> do that while I waffle on. Excellent. Okay, so <laughs> I just made a note to bring up the fact that through the week I went back and categorised all our episodes into seasons 
And how I did that was by just saying, well, one year can be a season. But do you realize we're in season eight? I don't know why that was a surprise to me, but it just feels like it's been a long time. I didn't realize, you know, the pod's been going for so long, Ollie. Season eight. My gosh. Mm. So obviously five years um, with Mel Urbacher Mm -hmm. and most of that with Scotty Trickett and then we took over and we're in our third year. So, yeah. And I don't know if the actual categorising on Podbean is really going to help in any way. (laughs) I don't even know why I did it. Yeah. But uh, everything's now neatly categorised for my OCD brain. <laughs> well, yes, we, we do like a bit of order and uh, it's exciting to think you know, eight seasons, eight seasons. Um, that is longer than Star Trek The Next Generation, which funnily enough is the first show that comes to mind, which lasted seven <laughs> seasons, which, you know, is just the, you know, it, it's about as high as you can go in my personal opinion, but um, in terms of TV shows that I, I have loved. Um, so, yeah, look, thank you to everyone that's been a part of that, Jay. And, wh- and what will this be, the sixth palm? Oh, goodness. Because we've had five, haven't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we absolutely have. I was going to say, why, why can I never count this? Uh, uh... Well, 2018 <laughs> was the first one at Shell yeah, Harbour. That's right. So that's that's going to be number six. Wow. And... Yes, thank you for uh, waffling on there, Mel. Uh, I think somehow <laughs> I managed to be the one that waffled, but uh, my reference to Lyndall's uh, insights into her Tokyo experience is episode 251, Tokyo Tales, which, if I'm not mistaken, would that place it in season six or season seven? That was in September 2021. Six. <laughs> Back in season six. Completely irrelevant, but in any case. That's right. What isn't irrelevant, oh, go me with all my throws today, I'm on fire, is a launch that happened. Uh, I apologise, there's probably lots around the world, but specifically for us in our neck of the woods, New Zealand had a launch, Ollie. Yes. So welcome to the family. Why, thank you, Parkrun. Do you like how I got you to say that word? Because I didn't know how to say it. (laughs) But there's no H, so it's not an F sound. That's my understanding. That's I'm right. Learning, yes. Yeah. This stuff sinks in. Yeah. Anyway, they had 287 participants for event number one, supported by 20 volunteers. I uh, had a little look at the course. It looks pretty good. Starts at, uh, what did you say, Waitangi yep. Park and runs north along the Wellington waterfront. And the course consists of two out and back segments with a clockwise loop around Waitangi Park after the first out yeah. and back. So, obviously, Wellington, that's quite a major city in New Zealand. I have never visited New Zealand, so I'm only going by my geography recollections. Yeah, I've never been to the North Island, uh, so my accounts are all secondhand also, but another waterfront park run and, um, yeah, down at the bottom of the North Island there. They seem to have a lot of park runs starting with W over there. Mm. Maybe in, Ma- in Maori language, W is very popular. Mm. I don't know. That could be a lie. I'd be interested to hear if we can get some insights, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to move straight on now to Dazza's. We're churning through the content, That's Ollie. right. So what did Dazza have to say this Appropriately, week? Appropriately, it was International Waffle Day. <laughs> so Dazza <laughs> said, are you a fan of dessert breakfasts or more of a savoury fan? Come on in and share your adventures with Dazza and your fellow listeners. And um, look, someone popping in 
first up um, was volunteering and Jack Corkill was said visitor who said, did the first time as briefing today at a wet Maitland Park run. Hopefully I didn't waffle on too much. <laughs> with uh, a photo shared of Jack doing the first timers thing. But also with Jack, of course, Claire Corkle, who had an achievement and said, ticking off another region of Runners Park Run, Maitland Park Run, and just confirmed stopwatch bingo <laughs> only took 269 runs to get there with the uh, eye roll emoji. So well done, Claire. Not jealous at all. <laughs> yeah, that was in a flash, really. Um, but yeah, a bit of a trend here. Sarah Jefferson also joined us and said, Hey, Dazza, no waffles, but pancakes at home. It was. Yes, for finally achieving stopwatch bingo. Big tick, it only took 258 runs. Wow. So that, they're quite close together with their run numbers, aren't they? Very much so. Yeah. So look, congrats, Sarah and Claire. Not jealous with you, Mel. Not jealous. <laughs> I've got at least 100 more than that and I'm still waiting. <laughs> oh, well. We heard from Samantha Roberts who was touristing and she said, went back to Coomera Park Run this morning. It's been nearly three years since I was last there. I forgot how lovely it is. Lately, post-park run, brekkie consists of pancakes, bacon and scrambled eggs with maple syrup poured over the lot. Yum. Thanks to Cafe 63 and a great big teeth bared smiley emoji from Samantha. Yes. And she shared a photo of herself in the selfie frame. Now um, joining us also was Georgina Devine who said, thanks to some help from P1 and P2, I was able to attend Avondale University College Park Run's second birthday event. It was my 10th location, my first time on a single lap course, and the first time I've crossed the finish line on a slip and slide. <laughs> Loved it. Great location, great volleys, great cake. Hopefully I'll visit again one day to experience it with great weather too. And Georgina sharing their, uh, herself diving onto the slip and slide plus near the end of the slip and slide. Yeah, I think they were videos, weren't they, of those? Yeah, that's right. Um, Mel, have you park run on a slip and slide before? I have not park run on a park run park run park, oh park man <laughs> on a. I have not park slided on a slip and slide either, <laughs> and uh, it was raining, so they had rain plus they had water going on the slip and slide. It just looked like lots of fun. I wonder if it was really there for the whole event or it was a setup. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Oh, it's, on, it's on the internet. I believe it. So uh, thanks for sharing, Georgina. <laughs> but that's what you need on your um, grassy. <laughs> on the hills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can embrace this stuff, Ollie, and steal their idea. Only if they have to run back up it. Yeah. All the best ideas are stolen from somebody else. Oh, absolutely. Now we heard from Greg Garner, who did a knotty, but a pretty impressive knotty. He said, no park run this morning as I completed the 12-kilometre trail run at Yandinda, Yandina, Yandina? Five, oh, gosh. Yandina 5-0-2023 instead. Yes. What's a 5-0? A 50? 5-0. What's that about? Ollie? Don't know. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, it's the Yandina 5-0. It's like Hawaii 5-0. <laughs> Okay. It, it seems like that, doesn't it? And uh, Greg had a selfie of himself at the event. So Yeah, yeah. Hope you enjoyed your event, Greg. 
That's right. That's right. And some some very quick referencing because I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I've seen the name before the Andina 50. But yes, the Andina 50 does include different lengths courses. Um, and incidentally, Mel, while I'm reading, the name Yandina means to go on foot in the local Indigenous language. And the course there uh, through the Mapleton National Park and some private land includes 50 kilometre, 36 kilometre, 21 kilometre and 12 kilometre courses. So there we are. Ah, uh, radio. So the fitty is the headline. That's right. Yeah, looks like some beautiful scenery there and well done, Greg. Hmm. But in another neck of the woods, Roberta Winters joined us from the UK and said, Hi, Dazza. Nutella waffles for me this morning after my first international park run at the home of park run celebrating my 100th park run with 1,155 of my dearest friends. <laughs> and Roberta shared a photo of herself behind the pop-up with what appears to be no longer the bushy tree. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yes, and we should stipulate that Roberta was at Bushy Park Run for those people that can't actually see the photo of the pop-up. That's right, and there is absolutely no suggestion apart from my um, waffling that, uh, that that might be the bushy tree. Uh, but, yes, some timber there and a flag. And a oh, flag. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about the flag. We were going to talk about the flag. We did a bit of research earlier. Well, you did. I asked you to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this welcome flag, I've heard reference to it somewhere in the comms in Australia mm. that we were going to get a welcome flag. But uh, nobody else that I've speak, speaking, spoken to seems <laughs> to have any recollection of reading the same thing as me. And I had not seen this flag in any photos until you drew my attention to it in Roberta's picture. Yes. So it's not a start finish flag. It actually says welcome and it's in different colours. Yeah, that's right. So I mean the colours are not too dissimilar from the pop-up. I suppose that there's you know consistency in the yellow. Um I haven't seen it firsthand, so potentially the um, yeah the colour scheme is is maybe more similar than it appears on on photos there. But uh, to our UK pod family, when did these join us? Please explain. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they look very nice, very welcoming, of course, to say the least. Yeah, so I was excited. Yeah. This is why it stuck in my mind when I read about it. And I think it was around the time Australia was getting new flags with Medibank branding on, and we might have got the little. Extra mm, core flute mm. signs to hold up. But I yes. recall hearing that we were going to get a welcome flag that you could potentially place at the entrance to the park. Mm, mm. And I thought, oh, I need that for juniors. That will be really good for juniors. So, Parkrun, if you're listening, where's our flags? <laughs> fortunately, however, um, well, fortunately, perhaps for uh, our Southern Hemisphere events, Australia and, and other non UK parkruns, uh, I don't expect we'll be getting the pop-ups and and my my reason for mentioning that is that makes me shudder thinking of my beach tent that i always struggle <laughs> to fold up see i was oh. really good at the beach shelter thing oh well yeah and the kids would have little tent things too that had to fold mm. up like that I'm, I'm sure zoe had a little fold up thing like that yeah no I, I have one that lives in the garage that is full of sand because whenever i can finally manage to pack it up 
I'm not stopping to shake the sand out. It's it's <laughs> it's packed up and that sand's coming home. Yeah. Gosh, we are waffling. Oh, you know we what? That, are. Speaking of, I was also going to say Nutella waffles. Roberta had Nutella mm. waffles. Now, I reckon that would taste pretty good because back in the day before I went low carb and I used to actually eat pizza, mm. I used to make my kids um, Nutella pizza. And that was so yum. Mm. Just mm. buy a pizza base and smear it in Nutella and put mozzarella cheese on top and bung it in the oven. Oh, so yum. <laughs> oh. You have to try it, Ollie. Have it at your bar. I forgot what it's called. Oh, at Puzzles? Yeah. Puzzles. Well, yeah, you need Nutella pizza at Puzzles. I've never been much of a Nutella fan, but uh, mm. if you suggest it, Mel, I'll have to try it. Excellent. All right. Yes. Now, who have we got next? Lynette. Lynn from Cobram. She was volunteering and she said, late order for cappuccino and sweet blueberry muffin, please. Dazza, just home from the three-hour drive to volunteer at Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run. We had a terrific time. Sarah, L, and I, and three grandsons. The event is well organised, you feel well supported and the families and kids that attended are just super. Managed to get a zoomie with Mel. Two of the challenges ticked off for me. Beautiful track with native animals and plants and a terrific friendly team. You really must go to Ainsbury Juniors. Thanks, Lynn. And Lynn shared the Zoomy photo with myself and Sarah and also Greg playing with the three grandsons, Gregory Moore, who is also an adventurer. Nice work, team, and well done. It was lovely. They had a very long drive with some very small children to come all the way to Ainsbury to join us at Market Week. Yeah, ah, yes, Market Week. Yep. Sounds like a nice one, Mel. Um, and look, one further uh, visitor to Dazza's and Fry, popping in with a bit of a milestone. So, uh, and said, celebrating, celebrated, sorry, Robin's 25th volunteer and 100th on a course at Shiraz Trail Park Run, followed by a savoury breakfast. And Anne shared a photo with Robin and friend holding giant number balloons, which uh, of course represented the 100. Fabulous. Mm. But with everyone joining us, thank you all for sharing your Parkrun day and Parkrun weekend experiences with us. There can be only one Obi winner, though, Mel, and I suppose that means it's time for the envelope. It is. Would you like to do the honours? Okay, I shall. Just looking for the envelope. Here we are. Oh, I ripped it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. The Obi this week goes to... Roberta. Yay! Excellent. The smiliest uh, adventurer I think that we have, Ollie. Always smiling is Roberta and living her best life over there in the UK. Yes, and a 100th park run to boot. So, uh, Oh, yes, know. congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a shabby effort there at all. So um, it sounds like it was a, um, yeah, a wonderful experience and um, look forward to hearing more from Roberta's adventures. Hey, Ollie, you know what that just reminded me of? Didn't you say last week that Eden, was she not your tourist? <laughs> Let's find out in the Consolidated Club report, Mel. Okay, back to the show notes. Yes. 
So, look, we have waffled for a little while, half an hour, in fact. So thank you, everyone, who has hung in there and is still <laughs> listening to us with no interlude. We're going to give you a break. We're going to give you an interlude. It's time to pause and hand the reins to Rachel uh, for another visit for Club Corner. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Aranda Country. This week it's about Australian states and territories, and other regions. Australia is lucky, because it has such clear boundaries between the states and territories. This makes the collection of all events within the boundary easy to track. The club slash achievements may be easy to track, but Queensland, Victoria and New South Wales each have more than 100 events in their regions. This makes them hard to achieve. The NT is the easiest, with three events to their name and a great title for completing the club slash achievement, a Territorian. The ACT is also awesome and quite achievable, their title is also great. A capitalist. Frankly, the state titles drift away in quality when compared to those two, with some names on the rather stereotypic side of things, Waratah Wanderer, Banana Bender, Sandgroper, Crow Eater, and Tasmaniac. There is one more state, and we have heard it referred to as great, but really, is it? Rather, one could be considered to be victorious when completing Victoria. There are plenty of other groupings of events throughout the country, with regional titles such as Rayfarer, Melbourne Air, Brisbane, Ranbera, Iditalade, Perfect, Gippslander, etc. Do you have a favourite patch of Oz that you collect? Let Mel and Ollie know where you are from and what you collect. And remember, in parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by Parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners. Thank you very much, Rachel, letting us know about the regions within Australia at least. Uh, however, just to um, correct one little mistake, I guess AIs can't always get it right. They only know what they're told, don't they, Ollie? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Victorian regionaire name, I believe, is a greatsman. Mm, I have heard that, yes. <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> so I just think, you know, when you've got a platform and you can spread the word, you should. Well, let's see. Now it's out there once again. We'll see if AI um, and indeed Rachel uh, picks it up. <laughs> but there's another way to spread the word, isn't there, Ollie? Ah, uh, there is. There is. And it's our mailbox. And guess what, Mel? We have mail. You've got mail. And we have mail this week from E-Man. E-Man has written in and said, Hi, guys. Team Vergara travelled to the nation's capital for Juno to complete her Peel Club Challenge at 19 months old. Thanks to your recommendation, we met up with Mark Scarborough and the infamous troll at Wagyu Bridge Park Run. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) Also on your last episode regarding Toowoomba, we are working on having a running festival this year and we'll keep you updated. It's great to have another event start in the Garden City and Bonza launching affordable direct flights from Melbourne will make it more accessible to our southern adventurers. See you guys in three weeks, Eman and Chris. Ah, so Mel, a running festival will be coming. Excellent. Seems like we'll be planning a frond. That's right. Uh, in no time at all. And 
E-Man also included a photo of himself, Christine and Juno with marvellous Mark. So, yes. yeah, E-Man did reach out to me and uh, ask for a recommendation when he was going to be in town. But how's Juno, hey? Appeal Club already? Well, of course, unofficially. She gets to do it all over again when she turns four. <laughs> Just imagine her telling all the other park runners, oh, I was I was here two years ago. <laughs> well done, Team Vergara. Hmm. But uh, maybe time to move to another team, Mel. How are our adventurers doing in the Consolidated Club Report? Well, they've been busy little adventurers on Saturday the 25th of March 2023. Out of 399 members, 313 took part at 173 locations. There were park runners at 24 events in the UK, two events each in Singapore, South Africa and USA, and one event in Germany, Poland, Finland, Austria, Malaysia and Ireland. I think that is the most countries we've ever had representation in. What a spread. Yeah. I know. Everybody's on holidays. Locally, we had adventures at 36 events in the greatest state, 33 events in Queensland, 31 events in New South Wales. Did I say 36 the first time? I thought you did. Good. 11 events in South Australia, 10 in WA, 7 on the North Island, 4 each in the ACT and Tassie, and 1 on the South Island. The largest front was in New South Wales at San Remo. That's where it is, isn't it? Yes, I'm pretty sure. That's right. Yes. And at San Remo were Michelle Fife, Susan Frederick and Dexter Roddick, Sally Gutierrez and Susan Mitchell. But we have, I am proud to announce, hit our 400 members milestone. Excellent. Hooray. Hooray. Welcome number 400. Yes. Yes. I've also got a new stat for you, Ollie. And okay. that is that three adventurers recorded palindrome times on the weekend. So we had William, is it Bouton? Bouton, yeah, at <laughs> Tampia, Finland, who recorded 2442. Sarah Langley at Shepparton, who recorded 4004. And Path Bomber Canty at Toowoomba, 4004 as well. Oh, nice stat there. Some very uh, nicely balanced times in there and did we track down our friend eden uh well we have checked in so the statistics word statisticians have been looking into the results we don't know if eden is number 400 i'm I'm not sure that's the case but uh i believe eden made it up to Parramatta on the trek north so uh we'll see mel but um Yep, we've got plenty of adventurers to uh, to catch up on and keep track of, not least yourself. Do you have anything coming on the horizon? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> 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 All my efforts have been put into uh, trying to prepare myself for yes. um, Ollie, and I haven't made plans yet for next Saturday, and I'm not really sure, if again, if I'm going yeah. to have an opportunity to travel. So... Maybe a couple of quiet weeks for me. Yes. But um, also quiet, you might say, in pod terms. You might say that. You might say that. And so might our listeners when they realise that uh, there won't be an episode next week. As we approach Palm 2023 and and get ready for the festivities there, we will be taking, I think it's a week. I've lost 
count and track of the weeks, but between episode 329, this episode, and Palm 2023, which will be episode 330, yeah, we'll have a bit of a break because we'll be all over the place <laughs> and uh, and there'll be a lot to look forward to. Yeah, primarily because I leave a week early to go over to WA, mm. so I need the week before I go to focus on all the last-minute things I need to do and not be editing. So That's I think we're, right. we're probably yeah. going to have a couple of weeks gap um, until we record our episode. Now, also worth noting, when we say live episode, it is in front of a live audience. It isn't live on the internet. So we will be attempting to capture the audio as sometimes works and sometimes does not <laughs> so that it can be edited and released officially, but it won't be live on the day unless somebody does a sneaky Facebook Live. That <laughs> <laughs> has also happened in the past. That's, that's true. Yes, there have been elements of that. I think we went live with a quiz previously, didn't we? Correct. Yes. I think some, yes, some Facebook Live for our friends over in the UK. That's right. But um, for those who are joining us, yes, you will have the privilege of um, <laughs> listening to the waffle in person. Hearing <laughs> all the bits that usually get cut out. That's right. That's right. And and we do look forward to sharing the uh, experience with you all once again. I suppose we've, we've had a couple of opportunities, Mel and I, in hosting a live palm, um, but uh, they're each different. They're all fantastic in their own right. They're like your children. You don't have a favourite, <laughs> just the top three. And, yeah, we, we look forward to that and we will miss everyone in the meantime. We will, but I... I'm guessing Dazza's will still be open. Dazza's will still be open. Dazza doesn't take breaks. No. Um, yeah, not planned ones anyway. So do drop in and, and say hello to your fellow adventurers and share your experiences and achievements. There won't be an Obi on offer, but still the opportunity to connect, particularly as you're on the road or in the airport returning from your parkrun journey. And, um, yeah, it, it'll be nice to live vicariously through your experiences, especially if we are park running closer to home, Mel. Yes. And what about yourself, Ollie? Closer to home? <laughs> this Saturday, I'll be going to a new event, actually. Uh, so you won't hear about it on the podcast because there won't be a podcast for that particular week. But I'm looking forward to um, after you know, having the, the tip-off from, a, 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 I'd say, a well-informed uh, parkrun adventurer, uh, that it was a good opportunity to head up to Warrington Lakes Reserve and uh, head up to the parkrun there where adventurer Catherine Perotta is run directing for her first time. So, yeah, we'll have a potentially a small contingent in the car heading up on the morning for a run in the, the neck of the woods in Sydney that I'm yet to do any official park runs out in the west near Penrith. Wow, that's awesome. You'll have another addition to your event total. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, unlike you, Mel, I'll be joining Palm heading into the uh, the weekend. I think I fly in on the day of the first Freedom Run. So, yeah, very much looking forward to seeing everyone there. Looking forward to it very much. But uh, who's doing the outro? Oh, my gosh, you. That'll be me. That'll I did be the me. intro. <laughs> That'll be me. So, look, last calls. There's still an opportunity to make it to Palm. If you haven't made up your mind, you can make it out there or if you're local already. We hope to see you. Come and join in the fun for all or as little as you like. And 
In the meantime, everyone, uh, you can, as always, contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that's it for, well, for another week and a bit longer. We'll see you all at Palm for more adventures. Bye.